The Morning Show is brought to you by Barex. Barex creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make decisions. We empower business leaders to quickly discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barex, empowering data insights. show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well. It's British Open week, which means I've been up since 1.30 watching the golf across the pond. Oh, really? Yes, sir. So, day one of four, who's, who's Cam, uh, Cam, what is his name? Smith? Smith? Cam Smith, the 25-year-old American, was seven under through 15 or 16 last time I saw. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods tees off at 9.59, one minute before the show ends. So, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to watching. Uh, beautiful day here in Jackson right now, 61 degrees. Sunny and 81 today, same for Friday. Uh, the weekend looks pretty good too for the most part. And we do have uh, some outdoor things today. Uh, the Jackson Food Truck Festival tonight from four till eight at Keeley Park. 15 food trucks will be there. I bet there'll be a big turnout. I'm going. Are you? Yes. We discussed it. Yeah, we did, and I'm, I am going, and uh, so there was a, uh, so at Flagstar the other day, they had one of these food trucks, I think, is Craveable the burgers? Uh, no, or no, Baby Bear Burger they had. Craveable. Excuse me. Baby Bear Burger was at Flagstar this week, oh. and Stephanie told me that was the best burger she's ever had in her life. Wow. Yeah, so we're going back for Baby Bears tonight. How about that? I think it's going to be very popular tonight. Also, the learning fair starts today at Northwest Elementary School and continues tomorrow. And there's uh, a lot of bars and restaurants have uh, music tonight, outdoor patio uh, events and things like that. So Leone Township Park has their thing tonight. They do? Yeah. Flight will be performing there. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I would like to take this time to welcome someone else to the 40-year-old club. And uh, it's Josh Burgett. Josh Burgett's 40. Josh is 40 today. And uh, Josh and I have known each other, gosh, since we were 18 years old. And I can't believe we're both 40. There's him with his uh, beautiful children. He's, you know, he's a young, he's young for his grade. So uh, he was always the youngest in the class of 2000. Um, but he, young no more. He is 40. So congratulations. We're celebrating tomorrow, believe it or not, on a Friday. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. At the lake. Something like that. <laughs> yep. 84.65 if you can find it. <laughs> it's hard to find even if you do know the address, but happy birthday, Josh. Happy birthday, Josh. Uh, today the uh, governor's going to flint and she's going to sign the budget but it appears just the education portion of the budget. Mm. Uh, she's going to probably, because this is a, uh, an election year, she'll probably uh, drag it out all summer. And we're learning from uh, Cranes that there's a billion dollars in earmarks, a billion dollars 
and that's uh, it, money secretly handed out to uh, organizations and individuals. You got any of that uh, information? Uh, Stephen Ross, the billionaire, he went to Lansing to lobby for $100 million for uh, the Detroit Center for Innovation, and they're giving it to him. I'm not allowed to say anything bad about Stephen Ross. A billionaire getting $100 million from the state. Again, I'm not allowed to say anything bad about Stephen Ross. The uh, golf, uh, local golf. Oh my gosh, local golf. So it, if uh, the last few days pretty much prove that Jackson is the mecca of golf mm -hmm. in the state. Let's get things started with Greg Zeller, who won the Michigan Senior Open. And uh, a two-day total of five under. Greg was paired with the leaders yesterday. Took the lead on three. He birdied five of his first seven yesterday. And uh, this is the big, biggest one he's ever won. This is a big deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, trust me, that $750 doesn't mean anything to him. That trophy does. That uh, is quite an honor. And, and it really is. You know yeah. who won last year? Madalena. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Madalena finished second. Uh, Ron Berman tied for 12th. Eric Terrian tied for 19th. Uh, all Jackson guys in the top 20. Greg, very happy. And uh, he's a Jackson Golf Hall of Famer. And I think. Uh, Ed Mitchell helped him out here. Ed, yes. uh, yeah, Ed worked on his worked on his clubs. They worked together for a little bit. Ed, Ed's a great guy, and and uh, Greg found some success. So very happy for uh, Greg. Now the uh, women are playing in Jackson in the Jackson County Women's Golf Association match match play championship, and uh, Ashley Hilderly, she knocked off. Andrea Clark, there's Ashley right there. She's a student at Lumen Christie. Big golf family. Yeah, uh, and she works hard. She practices, and she's she's a great player. I um, and she knocked off Andrea Clark in the semifinals, two and one. Andrea had won 13 straight match play tournaments. Wow. Uh, going into that, and uh, I was talking to Ashley's uh, caddy last night, uh, her aunt, Aunt <laughs> Leslie. And uh, nine holes of that were in the downpour, and it was just a, she said she played great. So uh, congratulations to her. And she'll face Cameron Shannon. And uh, Cameron Shannon and Natalie Kulka had a battle yesterday. Cameron Shannon won two up. She shot a 64. Oh, my gosh. I know, I know. It's You've asked Cameron. She's come coming on. on. She's coming oh, on, she? yeah. She's uh, coming. She'll be here on the 20th uh, after she... Uh, continues the golf. So that match is going on right now. Cameron Shannon and Ashley Hilderly, they teed off at 7.30 this morning. And uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll have updates for that later on today. And our, our own Jeff Steers is on site right now. Yeah, thanks to Jeff for all the great uh, photos and coverage of local golf mm -hmm. here in Jackson. The only place to see it. Uh, the whole country is talking about the uh, Uvalde uh, video, the release of the uh, security video from the school shooting and the body cam uh, police uh, video. Uh, it's, uh, as you all know, you've, you've seen uh, pieces of it or stills from it. It's uh, very painful to watch and it's very controversial because it was released before the families were able to view it. The Austin Statesman newspaper released it, the entire 77-minute uh, video. Have you seen it? I've seen some of it, and it is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Um, of, there's so much to talk about when it comes to uh, watching the video. It's horrifying. 
absolutely horrifying to watch. Um, but, you know, Texas is supposed to be this big, tough gun state, and you've got 20. I, I, don't, know, I, I don't know that you could find a group of 20 or so uh, men together where one would not run into that building. I, I can tell you right now, if, if I call, if we call Shooty, Hit, Simpson, any of those guys, there's no way in hell that anything like that would happen in Jackson. Um, it's mind-boggling to me. It's mm -hmm. absolutely mind-boggling to me. And you see some, you, you wonder what they're doing. Yes, I know there's protocol. Yes, they, there's a hostage situation. But what about the 110 gunshots that happened while you were in the hallway? Did you think maybe the hostage situation might be over? At some point during that time, one of those men needed to go risk their life and figure it out, and it just didn't happen. And I probably, if I lived in Uvalde, I'd be, uh, I would be passing around petitions trying to get all of those uh, people reassigned or lose their job because that those, I know I'm being hard on them, but I get this is a tough situation. Um, those people should never work in, in law enforcement again, in my opinion. Again, I know there's protocols. But when you're watching that video, there, there can't be a protocol that says wait in the hallway for 77 minutes. There just can't. Um, so again, I'm not a member of law enforcement, but I am a member of society and uh, it's just absolutely awful, awful to watch. There's so many different things within that video. If you really want to get mad, yeah. uh, there's plenty of reasons. Um, you know, one officer feels the need to go over to the wall and get some hand sanitizer. Um, it's just a lot. It's, it's awful. So, um, and then their law enforcement lied to the governor. When governor came out first day, we thanked the police for their great effort. And then they're like, wait a minute. So yeah, it's, it's really, really bad. Really, really bad. Uh, Columbine, the first mass shooting in a school, uh, that changed how law enforcement responds because they did wait to go in mm -hmm. and after that that's uh, everyone everyone everywhere is trained you go in you immediately go to the shooter immediately when you're there the first one there you immediately go to the shooter that's that's the protocol yeah I mean um, you look at what happened in Oxford right I mean ran and got him as soon as possible, right? I think there were mm -hmm. only like two officers in the building at that time. It's just, it's just uh, unbelievable. And it's something that you really can't believe you're watching, right? It's unbelievable. Especially, especially in a state like Texas. That just, it just doesn't make sense to me. The hand sanitizer thing. No. That's, that's just, it's, yeah, uh, it was one guy check his cell phone, you know, I mean, it's just, come on, man. And uh, there were some things saying, you know, we didn't have our body armor, no, but you had the bulletproof vest and shield. And, you know, I know it's a lot saying someone needs to risk their life, but someone needed to risk their life That's a the lot job. earlier. That's the job. Yeah, That's yeah, the job. it is. Someone needed to do something. And I, I'm just shocked that no one broke protocol. And, and I do understand it's so tough of a situation. It has to be, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you know what's going on in the country and you know what these gunmen are out doing. And um, yeah, it's just, it's sad, sad story. We all just have to hope, hope that uh, it, it never happens again. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we have a new president of the University of Michigan. Yes. Yes. Santa Ono. Santa Ono. And he has, uh, there's a new clause in his contract called the Schlissel, Schlissel clause. <laughs> What's that? No Pizza House gift cards? Well, you can't have those inappropriate relationships. You get fired and you lose your tenure. That wasn't in his contract. That wasn't in Schlissel's? No. So he's tenured? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing that uh, that's just now finding its way into a contract. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited about this new president. I think he's going to do a great job. He's uh, got all kinds of great um, reviews. Everybody seems to uh, think he's going to be awesome for U of M. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, certainly, uh, he's certainly cut his teeth at some of the best universities uh, in the world. Harvard, Johns mm -hmm. Hopkins. He was the president at Cincinnati. Um, president at University of British Columbia, which I applied to, Brandon, but didn't get in. And, uh, <laughs> of course, now he's at U of M. Yes. Well, we should get him on the show. We should get him on the show. Yep. Yep. Do you know the capital of British Columbia? Uh, Vancouver? I think that's right. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. I know that's the name of the city I know. Uh, Jeopardy. Anytime there's a Canadian, Canada category on Jeopardy, Americans are... We're stumped. dumb. We're yeah. stupid. And you know the only category I know the answers to. Sports. Sports. That's right. <laughs> uh, the chamber is accepting applications to its Leadership Jackson program. I, I really uh, am a... Uh, have you ever been in that? No, I haven't. Brandon has. Mm -hmm. um, but I have uh, participated and uh, covered those events. And it's just a great program if you are a young professional and want to uh, gain a lot of experience, make some connections in Jackson. Or if you're a business owner and you have a... Uh, young professional that you'd like to kind of see them take the next step. It's a great program. Tim Booth at the Chamber does a phenomenal job. Mm -hmm. The application deadline is August 12th, so try and get that in before then. Uh, a couple other sports uh, news. Kansas City uh, Royals are going to go to Toronto to play, but only 40% uh, of them can go because of Vaccine? The, yeah. <laughs> And actually, the, it's the whole Major League Baseball landscape has been altered because of that, the U.S.-Canada uh, differences in uh, the pandemic and its response. Did you know if you're an NFL player, uh, an active NFL player, you can't endorse beer? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's one of the rules. Really? They have yes. a lot of rules in the mm -hmm. NFL. Uh, Coors Light has found a way around that. They have uh, Patrick Mahomes uh, who endorses uh, the Coors Light. It's a light. Oh, my God. It's a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> so he is uh, pitching the Coors Light, and that gets around the prohibition on directly endorsing beer. But are you kidding me? That's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. yep. The Coors Light available hmm. in fine stores everywhere. Hmm. Ain't that something? Hey, today's show is brought to you by Printer Source Plus, and they're proud to be the Chamber's Small Business of the Year. Thanks to Joe Sharp and his team over at PSP for helping us bring you today's show, and we have Joe Sharp on later today. Well, the morning show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks well, we creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data and, uh, you need you to like make to decisions. We empower business leaders to Let's quickly to discover After insights break, we'll hidden right within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights.
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings. Check out their showroom today. They're located on Michigan Ave across from Westwood Walder Moth. They're now in their third generation of being family owned and operated. Thanks to Vermeulen's for helping us bring you today's show. <laughs> Westwood Wall. Is that what I said? <laughs> well, I haven't been there so long, I forgot how to pronounce it. Uh, joining us now is the health officer with the Jackson County Health Department, Kristen Pluta. Good morning. 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 Have you ever been to Westwood Wall? <laughs> I have not, but I just heard there's a new restaurant in Westwood. Yeah, there Wall. is Wingity Ann's. Yeah. What is yeah. it? I Wingity heard that Ann's. just yesterday. Wingity Wings. It's Wingity. Wings. Chick yeah, uh, Ray Wingity. Robinson. It's really, it's really good. Wingity Ann's. Yeah, just yeah. yesterday someone told me about that. She, yeah. she said her boyfriend said it's the best it's, fried chicken. It's she's unbelievable. Ever had. Yeah, I've, I've had Where's it before. Where's it at? It is uh, in the old like Coney Island, right when you walk into the oh, main and to the left. Yeah. Is father and son shoes still there? I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. But yeah, Wingity Ann's is, is awesome. Um, they went from, I think, uh, kind of a food truck cart to this space. So yeah, it's good. Check them out, Wingity Ann's. Yeah. Wingity Wings. Wingity Ann's. <laughs> Wingity Ann's. Okay, All right. there you go. All right. mm -hmm. Check it out. Well, we, we, of course, you know, got the COVID um, pandemic still with us. Yeah. Yesterday you released the numbers were 250 a week right about we're not going up we're not going down no we're pretty much in a plateau with that right yeah. now um you know that's still a word i don't like to use mm -hmm. COVID. covid or even even yeah. pandemic yeah for okay. sure we've been doing a lot of like after action even though we're still in the pandemic right. but a lot of you know um even with our with our emergency preparedness coordinator for the health department specifically, um, the state health department, and then even our emergency management. Yeah. Um, I've sat in on a few of these after actions. And, um, you know, even though it's not over, we're still trying to learn, you know, from, yeah. from what we. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Through. I think one thing that's an advantage, at least in our county, I've been doing a lot of traveling. We do not live on top of each other here mm -hmm. at all. It is not busy. It's, you know, so the, some of the kind of community spread that you hear about in all these big cities, it's just not as prevalent in Jackson. Very true. We don't really know how many people are getting COVID though, because only the results from a testing site right. get reported yeah. to. Right, yeah, very rarely do individuals who do home test contact us or yeah, contact of course, you know, anyone. Right. It's yeah. just, you know, not a lot, you know, to be done. Yeah, most people are, you know, have some have symptoms and yeah. are mild, and yeah, wait it out. Yeah. And well, are you still vaccinating people? We are still vaccinating Great. people. Yeah, we actually have been doing um, just in the last month. The um, immunization clinic has done some outreach and been to. Um, some of the nursing homes like Vista Grand Villa. Oh, wow. They were just at Vista Grand Villa. That's great. Um, still doing boosters and things for staff and, and residents. So. Nice. nice. Well, we want to talk about uh, hearing and, and vision, and it's really it's, it's perfect that you're talking to both of us because he cannot hear and, he and can't. I can't see. Oh, okay. So, awesome. Um, I don't think we were privy to these screenings when we were younger, but you guys, uh, you guys are offering these screenings, and I've, I've I know you've been a part of some of the JPS kindergarten roundups, and it's really a great opportunity for you guys to uh, um, interact with the public and, and handle some of those services. Yeah, it's a state. It's a state mandate to yeah. for kids in, um, depending on the or depending yeah. on the, the the grade that the kids are in, get hearing and vision um, tests. So we have um, five employees at the health department. Four work through um, 
the school year only, and then we have one coordinator who does all the summer planning and all of that. So she does not only the, the hearing and vision screenings through the school year, but then gets everything ready for the next year. So, And then we are in the schools all year long in, yeah. in all the different schools um, doing those hearing and vision tests for, um, I, I guess, well, hearing is kindergarten, second, and fourth. I okay. have notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> vision is goes all the way up through ninth grade. So. Oh, we also go. have um, everyone, clinic hours. Yeah. Everyone gets uh, tested? Every kid. Every yeah. kid. Every kid. It's a requirement to have um, those tests before you start kindergarten. Kristen, I read something this morning that had never crossed my mind, and uh, hearing loss in a child can sometimes mimic a, uh, a learning disability. Right. Right. That and my hearing vision coordinator could probably correct me on this, but I think, you know, back whenever the legislation went in that this became... Um, you know, required for the school for school age kids to have this. I think part of that, you know, mm -hmm. I imagine stemmed on that. You know, you're, you've got kids sitting in classroom that can't see or can't hear what the right. teacher is, you know, doing. How, yeah. how do you learn? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, when I was a kid, um, I don't remember if we had that, but the teacher would be really uh, the one that would have to be uh, observant, and the teacher mm -hmm. would move those students to the front. If they couldn't hear or see, yeah. Um, but that's, I guess, that was the extent yeah. of it. Yeah, that's. I right. remember being taken out of class. You probably do, you know. Yeah. Like I remember being yeah. taken out of class. We went to some little small room. Yeah, and, and they checked and you off. And, and it's, you know, that's yeah. essentially the same thing. Technology yeah. and, and the, the things that I they used to being, check that. I remember being nervous about doing that as a kid, <laughs> but it's nothing to be nervous yeah. about. Yeah. Not so no, no, not at all. I think they're, they're. It's very easy. They, you know, wear headphones for hearing and raise their hand and, yeah. you know, cover an eye. How busy are you guys with the schools during the school year? Is it, uh, is it nonstop? Yes, yeah. they run from, and then this past year was even busier because they had not been able to be in the schools right. through COVID. So last year was even, you know, um, catch up, yeah. getting all the kids who hadn't had it done during those, you know, previous years yeah. and you have to get those off years. So, so if you detect that a uh, student has, um, vision issues or hearing loss, then what? Then they do a referral. They refer, they send information home to the, the um, parent and give resources and then they do follow up on those as well to make oh. sure. So um, for last year we did 8,543 vision screenings oh in the school, last school year. Um, and 1,400 of those were referred for, oh, wow. for services. Yeah, I was so, going to ask you. Yeah. I, I think I saw something like a national average of three out of every 1,000 have a hearing. Yeah. But yeah, that's a wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Hearing was less, so uh, you know, which which kind of makes sense. Just yeah. with, you know what we know as on lay terms that more people have you know vision issues than hearing yeah. issues. Um, but 6,300 hearing and 120 kids. We found 120 kids. Wow. So, If someone can't afford to get their child glasses or whatever, yeah. are there resources? That, yeah, there's resources available. And that's, you know, when they do the follow-up, the, the, the technicians, you know, when they come back into the office and, you know, on, on the days that they're not in the schools, they're, they're doing those follow-ups on. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, finding out the parents who say, um, I don't, I can't afford that, or yeah. I don't know who to send them to, or yeah. I don't know who goes, with, you know, who to go to with my insurance. So they get those resources. So you, the parent really doesn't have to do anything. The, the hearing and vision is going to be tested. Yeah. yeah. And then they nice. just, yeah. You should go. <laughs> you should go.
Yeah, yeah, I will go. I, I need to make an eye appointment. You know, the other thing, this. and I didn't add it on my notes or to tell you, so I'm springing this on you, but we just are starting a dental assessment. Really? Um, that really aligns with the hearing and vision as well. That is so smart. 20, in 2020, back in 2020, Governor um, Whitmer signed into law a, um, I don't know the numbers of it, but a, a law that requires a dental assessment before they start kindergarten. Oh, wow. So it's kind of a soft, although it's a law requiring that right now, sure. the funding is just being distributed. We just got the funding. Um, and just in June, I went to um, the Board of Commissioners with a um, contract to partner with Smiles on Wheels. Wow. Um, so they're going to do our screening and work at our kindergarten roundups with the you know, hearing That's and vision cool. and all of those things. So. I imagine that you know yeah. a lot of these services, um, taking your child to kindergarten is stressful enough, but being able to have all these health screenings, that's that's awesome for yep. the parents. Yep. And that's Very our goal. We're really trying to get back, you know, again, kindergarten roundups are those things that, yep. like, you know, we're put on pause. So, you know, the more services that we can offer and community partners that can, you know, come together yeah. to, um, you know, be a one-stop shop to get your kid into school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you, either of you been to a, a farmer's market yet this summer? I haven't. Um, I haven't. I do. I want Which is weird. Yeah. Normally by this I time. I have, though, a garden. My husband made me a, a, a raised garden bed. Oh. He, he handles it now. He made it, so now it's kind of his thing. But <laughs> he brought in p a pile of zucchini. That really? That's crazy. Yeah. So it's our time. I'm not, yeah, it is. So there's a lot of people it's, that have yeah. done gardens. I, I don't. Do My father-in-law has one. Hmm. Tomatoes, uh, cucumbers, yeah. you know. That well, type of thing. It's not tomatoes. Not yet. Tomatoes come later. Yeah. I don't know the seasons of them. Well, he I eventually will grow tomatoes or grew tomatoes earlier. I don't know the season. <laughs> later. Okay. Yeah. It's starting to, like this weekend, we'll start to see more and more. And, and just from here on out. What's with the corn? The corn's not ready yet not either? Yet. It's I late. I thought I just saw it really? at Adam's farm market. Really? Okay. Some corn. I, don't quote me. I, I really did think <laughs> I saw something that they... I saw a picture of a corn. We need to find that corn. <laughs> a picture of a corn stalk. So, <laughs> to me, that said, I didn't. That read says article, we have corn. Right? That says we have corn. Corn is four weeks off. Really? According really? to Noah. Mm -hmm. Four weeks out. Four weeks out. That's what Noah said. Well. we'll All right. I just that. saw a picture of a corn. That Maybe it's such corn. Well, it could be soon. from Kentucky. <laughs> Some people drive it up. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. That is true. So, yeah. but you were trying to get. Uh, fresh yes. food to Jackson County we residents. We have some um, fun things coming up. Um, we have our, our, our WIC program always hands out Project Fresh coupons. Okay. It, it's part of, a, part of the state program, and we get a certain number of coupons to hand out to our WIC clients, who then in turn get to go to um, vendors who take SNAP and can turn those um, coupons into, uh, you know, basically like cash to get yeah. fresh food, fresh That's food awesome. from the market. So we are actually working to bring some um, farmers to our parking lot. Oh, cool. And then we have a few dates, I think August 3rd, August 10th, and maybe another one, but we'll, we'll get that. That's awesome. That's going to be a great, great event. Have some other, um, like, uh, community partners come out again, kind of, you know, I think our hearing and vision is going to be out there. Mm -hmm. It's, it's August, so it's immunization time. So, um, hmm. we might have a nutritionist out there that like what, teach you know, them how to like, cook the zucchini that I have I need to see a nutritionist because I just saw a video the other day of uh, this guy saying apples and grapes aren't good for you and all this stuff so oh. I need to reassess everything so I, I don't know there's too much nonsense out there I, I, I can't keep up with that <laughs> if I didn't have a job I because we were just in North Carolina a couple yeah. weeks ago I would uh, rent a truck 
drive it down to North Carolina, buy out a farmer's market, and then drive it up here and park at Bob's Country Store and make a million dollars. Yeah, you probably could do that. <laughs> you know what? We could do that. We should try that. Now, uh, you're going to be uh, traveling south to Tennessee quite a I bit am. as your daughter is playing college so soccer next year. Have you... Uh, have you learned any Southern traditions yet? I have not, no, <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I mentioned before the show that she's going down there. We leave on the 27th. That's We're gonna awesome. do a little trip in Gatlinburg and then drop her off on the 31st. But um, I can't wait to hear her call me with her with a little Southern, you know, yeah. draw. I listen to her, her, she's going down there to play soccer and her, um, her coach will like send them videos and things, giving them yeah. information on what to do. And you know, it's got that, it, it's that, a little bit of southern. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, That's easy to pick up so, on. But too. she's also like they're all from there. You know, it's a it's yeah. a small it's a small it's a it's Tennessee Wesleyan University, yeah. so a smaller school down there. And most of the, the kids down there are from, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, yeah. northern Georgia, Tennessee. Cool. So so she has the accent. Like Michigan. Yeah. What is snow and <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the health department is hiring. We are, we are, we have several um, openings. Um, we just finished our, um, or closed our search for the new deputy health officer of community health education promotion. I know I've talked about that before on, with you. Um, so we are narrowing down, we've got some great candidates, I think, and we are narrowing down those applications and hoping to have some interviews next week. So. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks for uh, coming by, and thanks for Absolutely. all the good you're doing the in the community. The morning show is brought to you by Barracks. It's fun. It's fun to come Barracks on here and talk about all these other things. Yeah, for sure. Collect and for display sure. the data Kristen you need Buda, to make health decisions. We empower business Jackson leaders to quickly health discover we'll insights right back hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. Welcome back to the morning show. Our show today is brought to you by Midwest Vehicle Group on Page Ave and owner Joey Badal. When you need a car you can trust, go see Joey. He's a great guy. He has great stuff. 16 year old, you need a new car for a 16 year old or you need a nice truck for work, he's got it all. Midwest Vehicle Group. Tonight is the Jackson Food Truck Festival and it features many Jackson-based food trucks, including Later Dudes, a truck that debuted at the Art Beer and Wine Festival, where we caught up with the owner and crew. We're at Later Dudes, which is a very unusual name for a food truck, Krista. Where'd this come from? Well, in December of 2021, my husband um, passed away from COVID pneumonia. And um, he, during our time together, we've been friends for 46 years and um, married 22 years. And during our time together with our, our kids and him and I, um, he would always say quotes from movies. and. He, we came up, we started thinking about all the quotes that he would say, and he actually died in December uh, 21st of 2021. So it was around Christmas, and we always watched Christmas Lampoon's Vacation. And so I remembered him saying to us several times, 
you know, later dudes, when um, Chevy Chase is going down the hill to slide, he would see, he said that when he was going down there to his family on this sled going really fast. And then Sean just picked it up and was always saying, you know, later dudes to us. And so I thought that would be a great name for our food truck. It is. And my niece um, had approached me because she's an actual, she works during the day. She is a, um, a, what are you, a coordinator? She's a coordinator in the day, but also like a, she has an entrepreneur mind. And so she was like, we need to start something. You know, we wanted to do something in Sean's memory to keep him alive. He was a chemical engineer at Ford Motor Company for several, for over 20 years. And he had many patents, and we just wanted to really just keep his memory alive. And so Adrian said, we should start a food truck. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. So we uh, put the money together, and um, we had it made in Texas slash Mexico. And um, it got delivered here um, about a week ago. Weeks, yeah. yeah, a couple weeks ago, and this is our first event, and we're pretty excited about it. Oh my God, this is the first, this is the unveiling of Later Dudes. Now, so we've got the name, we've got the trailer. Adrian, what about the menu? What's uh, the theme of this truck? Well, we really like fair food, <laughs> so we're like, what, what if we had a place where it was always fair food? So we decided to do Polish sausages with the peppers and onions, and deep fried Oreos and you know the frere fries with the fresh cut, fresh cut uh, french fries with the uh, vinegar and salt and we also decided because a big thing in Detroit right now is the corned beef egg rolls so that's what we got going on here so we added that to the menu too and since this is our beer and wine festival we decided to do some chocolate covered strawberries too so you got some it's some for now and some for later yeah right so tell me about this uh uh, what is it? Yep, so it's um, it's a uh, egg roll and then there's corned beef hash and then uh, as well as uh, hash, just corned beef. Okay, corned beef with uh, mozzarella cheese. We have um, some of them with just meat and cheese and then some of them we have with cabbage, onion, and then so it's almost like a Reuben but in an egg roll and then we have a Thousand Island dipping sauce or a honey mustard and uh, they just taste great. Okay, well let's see if uh, you're accurate on the taste. Which, uh, uh, or probably a thousand island. Yeah, that, that goes with corned beef better, it right? Does, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's uh, very, it's hot. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I just yeah. got it off for you. I just got it off for you. Thank you. Mm. Very good. It is. Yeah, very good. And perfect for a walk around. Walk around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice finger food, simple to eat. You know, good to go around. So you're gonna quit your day jobs for this? <laughs> um, we'll have to see how it goes. We're gonna be, we're gonna be. We've um, signed up for a lot of events around Jackson, and um, you know, we're gonna do some fundraisers with it also, and uh, we'll see what happens. We'll be at the fair down there. We got uh, what else? We got the fireworks, the July Fourth fireworks, hot air jubilee. Um, and a bunch more. Barracks. You can actually uh, go on to our Instagram. We have a Facebook account too. Check it all out. You know, we have all the events posted. Well, we good news. The food's ahead. Hidden within your company's data. Barrex, empowering data insights.
Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by Swingin' at the Shell, and it's a concert series happening all summer long in Albion. And it's Sundays at 6 p.m. at Victory Park Band Shell. Enjoy that free live music, all courtesy of Caster Concepts. Joining us now from Printer Source Plus, President Joe Sharp and account and marketing manager Pat O'Dowd. Good morning, guys. Good, good morning. morning. It's great to see you guys. Yeah. It's yeah. always good to see you, too. I love it. So uh, it's been a good year. You guys have been talking, you've been talking to me about Epson, Epson, Epson. Hmm. Is the community starting to have uh, some Epsons? Yeah. yeah. Community starting to really love the, the cost savings with the Epsons and the yeah. sustainability aspect yeah. of it. I mean, when you can 85% uh, less electricity consumption and 65% less consumables going into the waste, come on, it just makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. Now, Pat, you've, you've worked with a lot of uh, local companies, and uh, I know you wanted to highlight a few that you've worked with. Yeah, we've, uh, we've had some pretty... Uh, key wins or successes implementing uh, new print and copy solutions the city of Jackson there's JAMA uh, Adrian their new uh, membership coordinator she's phenomenal I think she said the dog's name was Lily I asked her and I forgot to look before we walked was the in. dog in the meeting the dog <laughs> is actually a trainer for them oh uh, staff trainer that dog uh, is in the office on a regular basis and it keeps everybody in line. Did the dog sign the contract? The dog <laughs> did not. Epson does not allow a paw print. It doesn't it We doesn't tried work. to get it approved though. That's funny. But, uh, yeah, so Epson, uh, there's Avery Wealth, Brent and Dan, uh, great local company. Um, they love the sustainability, the technology, uh, and the cost savings, like Joe mentioned, really make it a no-brainer um, for people. The city of Jackson, there's Lisa, she's the assistant to uh, Jonathan Green, the city manager, and uh, she has had nothing but rave reviews. Um, she loves the fact that uh, when she hits print, it actually prints right away. There's no waiting. And when copiers, yeah. you usually sit around for a couple of minutes and wait for it to heat up on Epson. So you hit, hit, hit the print button and it goes right away. So well, I assume they have quite a bit of printing needs over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's incredible how much they do print. Yeah. As yeah. one of our partners, uh, Wilcox Lawn and Landscaping. Yeah. We, I don't know if a lot of people know, but we do wide format printers, uh, plotters, um, as I guess they're called in the industry, um, you know, landscapers, uh, factories. Photographers. Yeah, photographers. Yeah. We have a P-series and a T-series, which means P-series for photos, T-series is more your architects and stuff like that. I mean, people can print anything with you guys, right? Yes, I mean, it's absolutely. Not, there's online ordering and all that. That's just not necessary, is right. it? Right. No. 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 Yeah. Right now, we're, our, our Epsons actually compete with presses out there. So your big Xerox C75 presses that you mm -hmm. see that print, we can do better. We That's can awesome. do better with our Epson. It's really... It's really pretty That's awesome. awesome. Yep. So if you need a banner for a graduation party, call Wilcox. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You heard it here, hot off the press. Didn't we? I, I feel like we knew someone for our graduation party we that did. had a printer. I think it was Silver Foam. We had, them, we oh, had yeah. Silver Foam prints. They printed it's, all the graduation it's, banners. It's good to have friends. Yeah. It is. That's cool. But that's a that's a great point. Um, we've talked about labels and uh, printers, and then the label paper. And I, you and I had talked to someone who who was telling us they 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 were buying their stuff online, but this stuff is cheap. Actually, cheaper than online. Some of the products that you guys sell. Yeah, yeah, we've, we get factory direct pricing on label supplies, the, the actual labels themselves. We have the label machines, and, and Mike Ortel, 
uh, Joe's best hire ever, he tells me. Joe tells me every morning that Mike Hortel is his best hire ever. Literally, he tells me every morning. But Mike is a label expert. Uh, he understands the media. He understands uh, all the materials. He gets really far into the minutia, and he can help. Minutia. Uh, good for you. That's a good word. Yeah, good. He, good. Can, he can help any business if you're doing, if it's a small uh, retail shop like uh, Jackson Candle Company. He was in okay. there yesterday. He noticed some labels that they're doing. If you want to bring those labels in-house and do them yourself, Mike can fit you with a machine and, and the right uh, materials to make your labels really pop. And uh, cool. I think it's been great for us, hasn't it, Joe? Absolutely. Labels, you got to think with the cannabis in the industry around here. Oh, right. We sell a lot of labels to the cannabis industry and all over Detroit, down in the Ohio, Toledo area. Um, Labels are, everybody uses them on their product. Right. We got some guys that put three of them on, you know, every product really? that goes out. So yeah, uh, we can help you with any kind of labels, uh, you know, that you need for your products or, you know, uh, wineries, uh, you know, breweries, all that stuff. That's we cool. Can help when you. I think label, sometimes I, I'm very simple and I think like a oh, hello, my name is label. Yeah, that shirt. too, that too. But these are high, you know, you guys can do high-end branding. High, yeah. high, high end. end. Oh, high Get end. it? High, high end. <laughs> hey. with another one. There your slogan could be, weed, weed sell a lot of labels. <laughs> high <laughs> end. Weed, weed. <laughs> weed sell a lot of high end labels. There we go. There we go. Fantastic. We're on fire this morning. Bart might uh, be your next Bart. marketing guy. Uh, <laughs> he's doing well, but yeah, he's got some good ideas. You guys have been uh, out and about in the community. That hasn't stopped. Uh, what uh, What's the latest and greatest? Where have you guys uh, been out and about lately? Uh, a lot in Albion, Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, Albion's been really good to us. You know, cool. Billy Beer's over there. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a great guy. He's connecting us you know, with a lot of people over there. Um, Chelsea also got connected with a gentleman the other day that is amazing. He won a Lifetime Achievement Award over there in Chelsea. Cool. And yeah, he's just a good guy yeah, named Dick Dice. Nice. Nice guy. I don't know if you guys ever heard of him, but he does a lot in the community over there. Dick Dice. Oh, yeah. Lifetime Achievement Award winner. Yes. 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 I just got introduced to him. That's Great cool. guy. Very nice. Yeah. Now, Pat, I know you're uh, busy with family and uh, a lot of happenings this summer. Have you been able to take any time for yourself? Yeah, we went to uh, Lake Michigan and stayed on a uh, houseboat. No. This is a Small. funny story. It's like uh, Gilligan's <laughs> Island style uh, size. Uh, it was built for probably someone about five foot two. I'm six four, so the kids loved it. Uh, me, not so much, but uh, it was fun. Whose idea and was that? We were going to stay in a hotel. But uh, we, we did it late, last minute. Oh, no hotels um, available. So there was nothing yeah. available, and that was literally the last Airbnb. Um, so <laughs> we thought it'd be an adventure. But uh, have you guys ever heard of alewives? It's a type of fish. Mm -hmm. They die off every year. And because spring started later this year, they died off up north July 4th weekend. So literally on the shores of Lake Michigan, there's thousands, as really? far as the eye could see, little dead fish. Sardines. And, and really? apparently the Sardines. Convention and Visitors Bureau up there didn't think, let's rake our beaches for the uh, 4th of July. <laughs> so uh, we got to sunbathe <laughs> with the stench I, of rotting fish. People it are was, waiting for a photo. Unfortunately, we I don't have a bunch. Have I do have a bunch of them. But he it does. was absolutely terrible. But my wife, she made the plans and she was sticking to it. She, yeah. she kept telling the kids, it's not that bad. They're just a couple fish. So I'm you had to like walk through the fish to get it? If you wanted to, to go to the water, you had to either jump a six foot path of, of dead, dead fish. fish and then 
bathe and swim with the dead ones still washing up. I'm seriously. They yeah. said the fisherman uh, on our in our pier yeah. said that it, it, uh, it all up and down Lake Michigan. Really? So we ended up going to Crystal Lake, but it was fun. Oh, be- a beautiful lake. I was really mm-hmm. proud of my wife though. She was like, yeah. "It's not that bad." Yeah. Who cares if you're swimming with dead fish? <laughs> wow. Hey, you don't that you don't see that on the Pier Michigan commercials. No, no, no. That uh, I don't know. If I was the convention and visitor bureau up there, I'd probably organize Get the rake a community out. rake day. <laughs> hey, it's the Fourth of July. We got a million people coming yeah. from down south. Let's uh, let's rake. That's interesting. I hadn't heard that yet, but I'm going to ask you. <laughs> I researched alewives. It's been happening since the '60s. Really? They're an invasive invasive species from the Atlantic Ocean. Really? How the heck did they get in our Great Lakes? I don't know. Somebody long swim. Somebody yeah. brought one home and threw it in the. Yep. Isn't that the way it always goes? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there were two alligators in the Kalamazoo River last year. I know. Time. Yeah. Did they find those yet? No, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't know that they did. <laughs> the alligator. They didn't. When the, I was in Albion yesterday for a Festival of the Forks meeting, it was topic. You know, so the topic so of conversation. They still have not found it. That's unbelievable. I, I feel like I'm going to be the one that finds it. I yes. Hope so. And I'm going to take it and get some social media pictures of the alligator at our new office in Albion. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. I, I think he's going to do it. <laughs> uh, oh, one other thing. Uh, you guys do your own. Uh, uh, Printing ink, right? Yeah. Private label printing ink. Yep. Yeah. We got a private label that is, uh, you have to be a channel partner to get it. Uh, these are amazing. Our defect ratio is 0.1%. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, lower than even the OEM cartridge. Uh, they're uh, 100% guaranteed local delivery. Uh, we've had, the uh, we've been, show is brought to you by Barracks. Barracks creates intuitive dashboards that collect and display the data you need to make us. decisions. We empower business leaders to Joe quickly Sharp. discover insights hidden within your company's data. Barracks, empowering data insights. There's a, a new YouGov uh, poll out today about how often couples argue. And uh, one finding I don't uh, believe, uh, 3% of couples say they never argue. You know, those are probably those people that don't yell at their children. <laughs> they don't exist. What do you think is the number one thing that people argue about, couples argue about? Money. Nope. Sex. Nope. Male. <laughs> Who has to take the garbage out? No. Tone of voice. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't like that tone. Don't take that tone with me. <laughs> I don't like that attitude. Uh, money is number two. Communication styles. That's tone of voice. Yeah. Household chores. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, the family. Amount of quality time spent together. Mm-hmm. Health or lifestyle decisions, that's interesting. You're eating, you're eating another piece of pie? Yeah, what are you doing? How you argue. Yeah. I don't like how you argue. Interesting. The top 10. But Very good. Yeah, 8% say they rarely argue, 3% say they never argue. Yeah, I'm in a rarely, we rarely argue at my house. Because why would I argue when I couldn't win? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not kidding. No one's kidding. No. We don't argue either. Huh? We don't argue. Nah. No. Nah. There's no arguing at JTV either. Is there? There's no arguing here. 
Sometimes Brandon and I argue about sports. Oh yeah, there's that. But a lot of times we agree. Mm-hmm. So, I think the family. Uh, I think family, extended family. I think there's probably more of that than people admit. But you know what? It's a poll, so people don't tell the truth. Fifty percent of people that surveyed don't tell the truth in a poll. Really? Yes. Do you know I've never <laughs> uh, been surveyed or filled out a poll? I have been surveyed for the Family Feud questions before. You have? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yep. I was outside a. Uh, I won't say it. Um, hey, the <laughs> aircraft carrier game is coming back. Michigan State and Gonzaga. You'll remember that Michigan State and North Carolina played in 2011. Um, they played on the USS something, but this time it's going to be on the USS Abraham Lincoln aircraft carrier. And uh, Brandon, that's going to be fun, but listen to Michigan State's November schedule. Gonzaga, Kentucky, Villanova, Notre Dame, <laughs> and then they're in a tournament that's got Iowa, Nova, Bama. I mean, it is, it is. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a tough November. Um, some other news, um, you know, Europeans are wondering if Russia will turn the Nord Stream 1 pipeline back on after the scheduled routine maintenance. It's supposed to open back up on the 21st. There's a lot of people that think Putin's going to just snip it and stop the flow of gas to Germany. Um, that seems to be a, a growing trend of way of thinking. So uh, we'll see what happens. That would be an all-out disaster. Uh, that pipeline gets shut down uh, for a couple weeks every year for routine maintenance. And the thinking is they might not turn that back on. We'll see. Hmm. Well, let's hope they do. Well, yeah, of course. But that's the, the bright spot in the uh, labor and uh, inflation figures out yesterday. Gas prices are trending. They keep going right. down. And the inflation figures did not reflect the downward trend in the gas prices. So it is actually a lower percentage mm -hmm. as well. And that's as far as my math will take us. That's it for today. Is it? It should be. Hey, later today on your show, Justice Richard Bernstein, Steve Sitko, Balloonmeister from the Hot Air Jubilee, David Warnsley, Matters of the Heart Ministry, Kim Parker from the Relay for Life, and Rick Walton with Rose Queen candidate, Caitlin Briss. That's all. We'll see you at 1 o'clock.